Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Talking Points memo is an update on the uh, terrible Lakin Riley murder in Georgia. So, as we reported last week and yesterday, the 22 year old um, nursing student at the University of Georgia was murdered. Uh, her body found on the track at uh, UGA. Uh, police say uh, she died from blunt force trauma. An illegal alien uh, named Jose Antonio Ibarra, 26-year-old from Venezuela, has been arrested. No plea yet from him. So he has not plead one way or the other. I assume he will plead not guilty, but I don't know that. Now, he is being held without bail in the Athens-Clark County Jail. Now, Athens-Clark County is a sanctuary county. So this guy, Ibarra, he had problems in New York, and New York's a sanctuary city. Um, and he was running around here, and he shouldn't have been. It's as simple as that. Um, and News Nation had an interesting take last night. It's not a breakdown of the system that led to the uh, death of Miss Riley. It is the system. The system of sanctuary is tolerated, encouraged by the Biden administration, who have opened the borders to more than 10 million foreign nationals, 
largely unsupervised in this country. And 10% of them are vicious criminals. So it's not that we had a breakdown of any system. It's the Biden administration and the Democratic Party which wants this chaos. They don't want to enforce immigration law. And that's absolutely true. There's no doubt about it. Now, um, President Biden did not call a family, as far as we know, and we're checking. That's horrible, is it not? Shouldn't that man, the president of the United States, have called that family? I would think. No. Issued a statement. The White House did issue some kind of mealy mouth statement that said, oh, everybody should be held accountable uh, if they do bad things. You know, I'm not even going to read it. It's such a stupid statement. And Biden didn't write it. I don't think he even knows it's out there. Somebody in the communications office put it out there. It's like means nothing. Now, here's a statement that does mean something from Lakin's family. Lakin was an amazing daughter, sister, friend, overall person in general. Her love for the Lord was exemplified in every aspect of her life. She will be missed every day, but we promise to honor her life moving forward in a very big way. Now, that's, that's a statement. Okay, Um, the White House, well, we have to hold people accountable. Yeah, like you hold anybody accountable, right? So anyway, uh, this is a revolting story. Um, And I went on News Nation last night with Leland Vittert, and I kind of vented about it. Roll the tape. Barack Obama deported more foreign nationals than any other president in his eight years in office. All right. He understood, President Obama did, that this issue was dangerous to the American public. This is Barack Obama. His vice president, Joe Biden, had to know that. Yet Biden is a captive of the progressive movement, which doesn't want to stop migrants from coming to the U.S. And so Biden is 100% accountable for the death of this young girl in Georgia. That disqualifies Biden from Anyone voting for him, he should get no votes in November because he is derelict in his duty. Wait, wait, I'm not through. He's derelict in his duty. This is an incompetent man who doesn't care about life and death. If he did, he would have stopped this three years ago because record amounts of fentanyl are killing hundreds of thousands of Americans. He doesn't care. And anyone voting for him is in that boat, the same boat. And this is not a political statement. This is an incompetent man who should not be serving as president of the United States. And that's the truth. Well, there you go. I'm sorry I had to cut off Leland, but I had to say it because it's true. And nobody can deny it. Nobody would dare deny it. What I just said there. But the hatred of Donald Trump gives a rationalization to the millions of people who still support Joe Biden. Let me just tell you something. Your personal hatred of Donald Trump does not override the welfare of the United States of America. And if you believe it does, you are a selfish person. And that's my judgment about you. I understand you might hate Donald Trump. I'm not telling you to vote for Donald Trump. Don't vote at all. Vote the down ticket. 
but you vote for Biden in November, then you're part of the chain that led to the death of Lake and Riley. Now, the people who voted for Biden in 2020 are not responsible because nobody knew Biden was going to be this corrupt and this apathetic and this incompetent. Nobody knew that. He didn't campaign on, I'm going to open the border and let 10 million foreign nationals in here unsupervised. He never said that. But on day one, he did it. And then in the midterms, all right, in 22, we didn't have a repudiation of the Democratic Party. We didn't have that. I thought we were going to, and I predicted that would happen, and it did not. So here we are, nine months away from the presidential election, and we still have people going, yeah, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. Okay. Everybody who votes should get a picture, a morgue picture of Lake and Riley. Instead of putting a Biden sticker on your car, put her picture on a car. Because Biden did it. You can't walk away from it. You can't. He did it. He's allowing it. That's the memo. All right. So Biden is uh, meeting with congressional leaders today, keeping the uh, government open. It's every four months. This is a merry-go-round. Democrats won't cut spending and the Republicans have to go along or the, or the government shuts down and everybody blames the Republican Party for the shutdown. And, you know, it's just an ongoing $34 trillion in debt. Again, you, you vote Democrat, this, you're voting for a bankruptcy that's going to happen. That's what you're voting for. No, but I hate Trump. Oh, okay. You know, I really don't want to hear it anymore. I really don't. No matter how bad you think Trump is, he was in office for four years. This did not happen. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go 
to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Biden, Seth Myers. Now, this is a fascinating story, and I don't know whether the media is just stupid or they won't report it. So I'm going to set you straight. Number one, Seth Myers is a smart guy. He's the smartest of all of the late night hosts, just on an intelligence uh, level. I've been on the show a couple of times. I get along with him all right. But he is a leftist, committed leftist, all right, active leftist. That's fine. I have no problem with that. You know, if NBC wants to put him on and he gets decent ratings, he left us, that's all right. Uh, Greg Gutfeld's a rightist. He's a conservative. I don't have any problem that he's on late night now. Okay. So Myers gets an interview with Joe Biden. And Myers is on what? 2.30 in the morning? I mean, why would... You're not going to do a Super Bowl interview, Joe Biden, where 20 million people would see you. You're going to do Seth Myers. We're 300,000, but we know that it all goes out on the internet. We all know that. But this is strange, right? Why would you not do a Super Bowl interview with CBS, who loves you, across the board, okay? But you're going into Biden, uh, to uh, Seth Myers. Okay, here is the reason. A deal was made. And the deal was that Seth Myers would not ask the President of the United States about the scorching border situation, which we just went over with Lake and Riley. No. Didn't ask him. Can you imagine any interviewer? Even a kid show. The kid would go, what about the water? No. Not a word. 17% inflation for essentials of life? Nope. No. Now, to protect himself, Myers had to ask about the age thing. Because he had to ask one tough question, right? But Biden was ready for that. Um, and he said, well, it doesn't matter how old you are, how, how old your policies are. That was a rehearsed answer. He knew the question was coming. In fact, he knew every question that was coming. I'm going to run a little bit, a 12-second clip, because that's all it's worth. Go. I think, I mean, for this is not your father's Republican Party. This is, they got about 30% of the Republican Party controlling it all. And, uh, and I think it's, we're going to break it. All right, that's fine. And, you know, <clears throat> and he attacked Trump, fine. No problem. That's what these guys do, and I don't have any problem with that. My problem is that NBC <clears throat> made a deal with the White House to put Biden on. He shows up, and didn't tell anybody. Just tell us. Well, we're going to, this is an entertainment program. And Myers hinted at it. Myers said during the interview, this isn't a gotcha program. He, Myers knew that guys like me were watching him. And they, he knew that by not asking about the border or inflation or very, very serious situations, that he was going to come under some scrutiny. But he hasn't. He hasn't. Every dispatch I've, re I've read about it doesn't match, mention any of this. So the whole thing was choreographed, and <clears throat> the American people don't know that. Now you do. 
All right. Now, I don't watch The View on ABC, even though I've appeared on it a dozen times. I don't really have time to do that. But we monitor that ABC News program. Remember, it comes under the ABC News banner. It's not an entertainment program. So we know the ladies. We know what their point of view is. And okay, again, I don't have any beef with that. If you want to watch The View, go ahead. It's all left-wing stuff all the time. So yesterday, Dr. Phil shows up on The View because he's got a new book, all right? And the book is called We've Got Issues, and it came out today, all right? So it, it were, it, it's his first day of um, publication. And he goes on the show, and he knows, because Phil is a traditional guy, all right? The country's noble, hard work and responsibility is what molds a worthwhile life. You know, Phil's message is fairly traditional. So he walks into the lion's den. Roll the tape. Are you saying no school children died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group. They were the less vulnerable group, and they suffered and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. Oh, those ladies didn't like that. Oh, no, no. And joining us now from New York City is the aforementioned Dr. Phil McGraw. You know him. 21 years on TV. You know, he and I started pretty much the same time. I'm on Fox and he was on CBS um, in the national realm. He's written 10 New York Times bestsellers. He's got uh, nine more to go before he catches me. How to put that in, uh, Phil? I had a, you know, a gratuitous comment. I had to do it. Ego out of control. Right here, you're looking at it. Anyway, the book is how you can, uh, we've got issues, how you can stand strong for America's soul and sanity. So I'm looking at the book, and you have a problem here. And I don't even know whether you know the problem in your book, but I want your comment on it. What you write is perfect for people who would reasonably consider it. Responsibility, hard work, love of country, love of family, respect of family, traditional down the line. But we live in a world now where a lot of people have made their own fantasy lives from social media, from the internet. They don't live in the real world anymore, and therefore those motivations that you write about are lost on millions and millions of people who live on this. This is what they live on. Did you consider that when you were writing the book? I did, and my hope is because I also exist on those devices that people check 352 times a day, and YouTube and all of these devices that you know maybe I, I can get somebody's attention uh, that isn't a, a natural Dr. Phil follower or or fan, and I, I've, I've got to get people's attention some kind of way because, look, I, I, don't, even, I don't even pretend or, or try uh, to think that those people are going to flock uh, to listen to me, but I don't make any mistake about it. I love this country. 
I love it enough to admit that it's got flaws and fallacies, but I, I love this country. I mean, I stand up when the flag goes by. I put my hand over my heart when they play the national anthem. Um, I love this country, but does it have problems? Of course it does, and I, I can admit that. But we've got to take the narrative back in America. We've got this, I call them tyranny of the friends, these activists that are pushing this these crazy, I, I think, wild uh, agendas. And I, I think if you have somebody that can't show you fact, can't show you science, uh, wants to rewrite history, uh, something's way out of whack. And, you know, you're the history expert around here. And you, we've got people that are wanting to pretend things didn't happen that happened. They're wanting sure. to rewrite things and, and tell our children how are, how are our children supposed to learn from mistakes we've made historically if they want to come in and woke wash history and take all of this out so the kids don't learn what happened at a different time? That, that not, to me, not only that the kids don't insane. learn, but the, the skew is that we're an evil country. But look, you were, you were in the environment yesterday that enables these fringe players to gain power. So the national media in America now is 80 to 90 percent pushing the progressive agenda. That's what really has driven this so quickly and, and gotten into the woke equity, America's bad, we need to throw out everything zone because the media does not challenge that. How do you deal with that? Well, one of the ways you deal with it is what I did yesterday, and I'll keep doing, is I'll go into the lion's den and talk to them right there. You've done it when you've gone in and, and you, you call things as they are. I'm, I'll go in there and, you know, somebody, and one of their real often used tricks is I'll say something and they'll say, so you're saying, no, you don't need to paraphrase me. We were both here. <laughs> uh, did I say, did I say nobody, no children died from this? Uh, yeah, I did. Cause I'm stupid. Right. Of course I didn't say that. What I'm saying is this was a low risk group. We were able to keep open all essential services, including, uh, you know, grocery stores, first responders, hospitals, porn shops. Uh, they, they kept crazy things open, but we're going to shut down the schools and, you know, I, I hear them say, okay, look, we, we, we closed the schools here. And in 0809, when these smartphones came out, uh, it, it, something really started happening. We saw the biggest spike in anxiety, depression, loneliness, suicidal ideation, suicidality among young people that we have ever seen. And it continued getting worse from the time the smartphones came out, 08, 09, 10, 11, 12. It continued to get worse, the worst since they started keeping records. And they know this. And then so we, we see COVID hit in 2020, and they say, we're going to close the schools for a couple of weeks. I say, okay, that's fine. I get it. You need to get your bearings. But then when they said, all right, we're going to keep the schools closed for the rest of the year, and then they're going to keep them closed in the fall, I came out at the time and said, this is a really bad idea. We've got a mental health crisis among these young people. 
and you're going to close the schools, which is their life more isolated. Right. Now, why do you think you get pushback from Mm -hmm. the committed left? Why do the ladies of the view look askance at your position? Because I think they believe and have bought into the fact that this is, uh, uh, was at the time, uh, some kind of, of right mentality to shut everything down. They, they, they look at this virus as though, I guess, it, it treats everybody the same. I don't think they should have shut the schools down. And I said so at the time. I said the, the treatment of these kids and the effects of the quarantine are going to create more problems for these kids than the virus ever will. And when I said that, everybody acted like I was some kind of crazy man, heretic, to say that. Now, when that actually came true, when it actually came true, then everybody, no, I didn't get any calls saying, hey, we're sorry, we were wrong about that. You were right, yeah, we were You'll wrong. never that, do, but you're prospering and Fauci I think he's in uh, Molokai, Hawaii, uh, in a former <laughs> leper colony. He's out. So you won. Last question. Somebody buys the book, and, you know, people don't read as much as they used to anymore. you got to really have a hook uh, to get them to buy your book. What is your hook? What will people learn when they read uh, You've Got Issues, or We've Got Issues, I should say? That is a great question. And here's the thing. I, I think people know what I'm saying is right. A lot of people know what I'm saying is right. They know that what is being pushed on them by these extreme activists is wrong, but they don't know the facts to use to push back. What they need are the talking points, the facts to push back, and I'm giving them the facts. I'm giving them the empirical data let me give you an example, and I, I'm not going to roll on forever here. I'm going to give you an example. They're using these trigger warnings in the universities where our coddled young people are being treated like they were some kind of uh, delicate flowers that can't be taught how to live in the real world. We've got the vast majority of our universities using trigger warnings to alert, alert these kids that, oh, something might come up that upsets you. Well, you know what? Trigger warnings don't work. Trigger warnings actually create the very thing that they're alerting kids could happen, which is create anxiety, uh, panic attacks, whatever. They actually create what they're warning against. Now, the research, which is very, I mean, it's a big body of literature here that says they don't work. In fact, they say they're counterproductive because what you want to do with people that are sensitive to that, it's teach them coping skills. Use systematic desensitization, dialectical behavior therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, whatever, so they learn to cope with this stuff so they're not paralyzed by it. They're doing exactly what you're not supposed to do. Now, here's the thing, Bill. These universities, are they have access to the same literature that I have access to, which is that this is the wrong thing to do. But they continue to do it because they're virtue signaling. They're virtue signaling. They're woke and they're virtue signaling. All right, the book is We've Got Issues. Doc, we appreciate you. Welcome anytime on the program and uh, keep fighting a good fight. All right. Hey, thanks for what you do. Keep doing it, my friend. See you later. Thank you. All right. This is in history, February 27, 2014. Barack Obama, president of the United States, kicks off his Brothers Keeper initiative. Roll it. But what we're talking about here today with my Brothers Keeper 
is a more focused effort on boys and young men of color who are having a particularly tough time. And in this effort, government cannot play the only or even the primary role. We can help give every child access to quality preschool and help them start learning from an early age, but we can't replace the power of a parent who's reading to that child. Okay, you may know this, I've mentioned it before, but I was involved with the Brothers Keeper Initiative at the highest level, Barack Obama. And I was there on uh, February 27, 2014, in the crowd, and the crowd was, uh, you had Michelle Obama, Colin Powell there, uh, Magic Johnson, Michael Bloomberg, mayor of New York City, Eric Holder, he wouldn't talk to me. And uh, unfortunately, Al Sharpton, when I saw Sharpton, I was disappointed. We didn't need race hustlers there. Now, My Brother's Keeper is a mentoring program. And the only way, the only way to save a generation of children who do not have responsible parents, whose fathers leave, who are abused, neglected, whatever, is to get them mentors. Now, I support a charity in Washington, D.C. called Best Friends, and I have for decades. And this is what Best Friends does, an offshoot of Brothers Keeper. The good news is that Brothers Keeper is still alive, all right? 250 communities have it. Could have been bigger. And someday I'll tell you that whole story. Um, President Obama and I discussed a real huge uh, worldwide deal for Brothers Keeper. It never came to fruition. Um, And, you know, the world of politics is very murky, but... Anyway, it is a worthy, worthy program, and uh, it was announced today in 2014. All right, we got good mail. We got a final thought you'll like. Right back. Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. The American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com slash Bill. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash B-I-L-L. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt? Policy Genius Life Insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, car loans, college costs. In our Smart Life segment, understand that life insurance gets pricier with age and work coverage may fall short. Policy Genius simplifies by comparing quotes from top companies and ensuring unbiased advice. Their award-winning agents are ready to assist. So don't wait. Spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 200 
$92 a year for $1 million of coverage. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's PolicyGenius.com. Joe Biden. So he comes to New York to money grab. This is what he does every day. No people's business, even though we got budget talks coming up. We got border talks coming up. He was supposed to write an executive order. He didn't do it because the progressives don't want it. Now he doesn't know what to do. And he's going to tape an interview with Seth Meyers. You can imagine what that's going to be, right? I'll run it. I'll, I'll run whatever he and Seth do. I, but this is what he does. We got Israel. We got Ukraine. We got all kinds of stuff going on. This guy doesn't work a day. Not a day does he work. All right, I'm going to show you this video. It happened last week, and I was debating whether I wanted to run it, but I have to run it. So you may remember that uh, Wednesday of last week, February 21st, Biden was in California a whole week money grabbing. That's all he did, the whole week. He and Nancy Pelosi met up in San Francisco, very appropriate, and they walked on the tarmac, okay, of the San Francisco airport. And um, watch this walk. I mean, it was... Look, look at Joe Biden, the president of the United States. Look at his gait. Um, he can barely. It, it's I'm sitting there going. She's older than he is. And I think she's going to lap him on, on the tarmac. And you're going to give this guy four more years. I don't know. I'm going to have more on that in a final thought. Gallup poll. Uh, 1,016 adults that should be registered voters. Uh, Democrat 30, Republican 28, Independent 42. It's a fair sample, but should be registered voters, not adults. Uh, first question. Do you approve or disapprove of the way Joe Biden's handling his job? Approve 38, disapprove 59. On the Democrat side, approve 82% of Democrats approve of Joe Biden's handling of the country. Disapprove 18. Republicans, 3% approve. That's got to be Liz Cheney and her crew, right? (laughs) 97% disapprove. But here's the key number. Independents, approve 32, disapprove 62%. That's That's the election if they go for Trump. Jimmy Carter's job approval at this time in his administration, three years plus, he's looking at Ronald Reagan now in 1980, was 34%. So Biden's got him by four percentage points. I just finished writing, uh, confronting the presidents. Where do you see what a mess the Carter administration was? I mean, truly, it was, was way worse than I thought it was. Uh, Donald Trump's job approval this time in his tenure, same as Carter, 34 percent. Okay, that's coming off COVID and a lot of other things uh, that were going on there. Okay, I wanted a different perspective from a guy who's independent. And uh, of course, we want that. I've given orders to my uh, staff. I don't want any partisans on the program to analyze the election because it's a waste of your time. So I turn on Fox News and all I hear on Fox News, 100 percent of the time, as far as guests are concerned, are Trump people, Republicans. And I turn on MSNBC and it's 100 percent Biden people. 
Now, CNN sneaks in one or two, but I, it's so boring. I, I want independent people. So we uh, follow a website called Tangle News. Read Tangle.com. You can get it. Independent. Um, we don't agree with them a lot of times, but uh, that's okay. They're coming at it from a point of view of non-ideology. And Isaac Saul is the founder and CEO, joins us now from Philadelphia. Okay, first of all, on my run-up to this, because I did an interview with you, and you fact-checked me on the interview, which is fine. Some of your fact-checking was fallacious. It was wrong. But that's okay. And so I know you try your hardest. Your staff isn't as good as mine, that's all. Um, and don't try to poach my people. But anyway, um, in the run-up to this segment, what I've reported on Trump and Biden, do you have a beef with any of it? No, I mean, I, I think uh, I think you're 100% right that Nikki Haley's toast. I don't really understand why she's still in the race unless she doesn't want Donald Trump to be in the White House. Uh, you made a great point that she gets to keep all this money and do what she wishes with it from a political perspective going forward. So maybe she's got some plans we don't know about yet, whether it's just 2028 or supporting some other PACs or candidates who have big Senate races coming up. But it is peculiar that she's hanging around. I don't think she has any chance. I do think there are some blaring warning signs for Donald Trump based on some of the results we're seeing, which you touched on a little bit. You know, I think it is a problem for him that 40% of South Carolinians uh, are voting for Nikki Haley in the Republican primary, even though some independents participate in that primary. So she should drop out, you know, in any traditional year. I don't think there's much left for her to do. I don't think she has any reasonable path, but she's sticking around, which raises a lot of questions that I think are uh, curious, I would say. Now, one of the reasons that she got 40% is she's a hometown gal. I'm governor of the state. Uh, the, the uh, Haley machine still in place. I'm not making an excuse for it, but if you win by 20 in a former governor's state, that's a pretty impressive win, I think. I mean, for me, I was looking at if it dipped below that to 15 or 12, then I would go, ooh. Next question is, Nikki Haley's voters, Republicans mostly, do you believe that they'll cross over to Trump, or will they not vote? They're not going to vote for Biden. Only 3%, you see, of Republicans support Biden. So they either stay home or vote for Trump. You think there'll be a big stay home component in November? I, I predicted, you know, a couple of years ago that I thought this election cycle, we would see the largest share of votes since Ross Perot, who got around 8%, go to an independent or third-party candidate. And that was before we ended up with Trump and Biden as the two primary candidates in the race, which is what we're going to get. And so I feel pretty confident about that prediction. I don't know. You know, it could be RFK Jr. It could be Nikki Haley. Joe Manchin sounds like no, he's going to stay Haley. at home. We'll be I don't Haley. think it will be. No, she wants but, to run again in 28. So she's not going to commit suicide now. But uh, Robert Kennedy will be on the ballot. I mean, his organization will get him on the ballot. It looks like a 12 percenter to me. Um, you know, he doesn't have any momentum. Uh, and it looks like he takes more from Biden than Trump. Is that your analysis? Yeah, I think I think he takes more from Biden than Trump. I think by virtue of his last name, his previous associations with the Democratic Party, 
the fact that most of his policy agenda is actually quite progressive. I mean, I think the things that he will say and do that resonates with conservative voters or Trump voters will be on vaccines. It'll be about the deep state. It'll be about, you know, the, the way the government has overstepped in certain areas over the last few years. It'll be about the border. All that stuff will resonate with conservative voters. But, you know, he's a climate change guy. He cares a lot about diversity and equity stuff you talked about at the top of the show. He is somebody who I think fundamentally is more progressive and, and liberal than they are conservative. So if he stays in the race, I imagine he'll take more from Biden yeah. and Trump. Well, I also he, think Biden's but Trump, Trump's oh, voters are you, a lot you more also loyal, think, which is important. Yeah, you also think Biden what? B Biden's voters are not as loyal as Trump's voters. And so they're yeah. a lot more malleable in this race, is my view. Okay. Um, the media will ignore RFK Jr., big deficit for him. He doesn't have the money to spend on independent TV commercials and the media because they favor Trump. Uh, they favor Biden so um, intensely. They're not going to give RFK any. You're not going to see him. Um, they will black him out. I can guarantee it. Final question. Um, the betters, uh, you can't, it's not legal to bet on the uh, presidential race in the USA, but you can bet on it in London. And they've got, Trump almost two to one up now over Biden. That have any credibility to you? I mean, they were they were off on the 2020 election, so I think that undermined them a little bit. Okay. Trump was a favorite among many betters in 2020 heading into the election, but I think it is it, it is certainly significant in that the people who are willing to put their money up on this, who are, you know, by all intents and purposes, smart people who are tracking election trends, who are looking at the data, are siding with Trump at this point in the race. I think Trump is in a stronger position than Biden right now. I think the media coverage for Biden is terrible about his age and his capacity. The special counsel report was very bad for him politically. I think he's in a really, really big hole. And you've got a lot of big Democratic names calling from the dropout now, whether it's Ezra Klein at the New York Times or, you know, other big progressive commentators saying he should step aside. He's not operating in a great political no, position. No, he has no momentum and at all. There's no doubt about it. He's he got nothing. No, yeah, right. I agree. He, he has got nothing for him. But, uh, you know, Trump is Trump. So we'll see. Isaac, thanks very much. We really appreciate it. Uh, the website again, readtangle.com. Okay. Um, last week, there was a story that broke about ranking the presidents. All right. Now, as I said, I just finished writing a big book called Confronting the Presidents. No spin assessments from Washington to Biden. So I looked at the survey and right away, I knew it was bogus. But the media just glommed onto it. And you heard about it, I'm sure. So they had uh, Barack Obama as the seventh best president. And Biden is the 14th president, been 45 presidents. When I saw that, I went, this is absurd. This is propaganda. So we contacted the two academics that put this survey together. Brandon Roddinghaus from the University of Houston and Justin Vaughn from the Coastal Carolina University. There they are. And they're happy. Look at them. They're happy guys. Well, they weren't happy to talk to me. No way they're talking to me. Okay. Run and hide. So they're not coming on. Now, there's no reason on earth for them not to come on because they want to promote their survey, right? No way. This is such a fraud. It's so phony. 
So we looked into it. These guys went to the American Political Science Association, which is a left-wing crew, to get their rankings. But they don't say that. <laughs> just, uh, I'm telling you, you're lucky to have me here. <laughs> you hear this stuff, and I know right away it's bull. Biden, the 14th best president? <laughs> Jesus. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's go to the mail. We got Eleanor. I didn't know that The View was classified as news and not an entertainment program. ABC News runs The View. Uh, Glenda, you mentioned that President Obama deported a lot of migrants at a fairly secure border. If this is so, and Obama's people are part of the Biden administration, I don't know how they are allowing an open border. We know that Biden is not calling the shots. I thought it was people like Barack Obama. There is no evidence Barack Obama is calling any shot in the Biden administration. Not one shred of evidence. Now, some of his advisors are involved, but not him. I don't. And I'm not going to do that unless I see something. Sean Ryan, Green Bay, Wisconsin, last night on the No Spin News, you stated that you can't be fair to President Biden because the fate of the country is in jeopardy. Calling out the failings of the Biden administration is not unfair. It is speaking the truth. But here's my problem. I think he's so bad that I might be blinded to anything good that he does. I fight it, but I got to be conscious of it. Gabriel Martin, Ogden, Utah. I know you expressed that Biden is the second worst president, citing James Buchanan as the worst. While I initially agree with your analysis because Biden didn't do anything to prevent the Civil War, wouldn't uh, reasoning that the number of people hurt under Biden is more than the Civil War mitigate that? No. Civil War, yes. I mean, the casualty count on the battlefield, horrific, 750,000, something like that, killed and wounded. But a hundred years after, those issues were not resolved. And it was horrible what happened in the South after the Civil War. And you'll see that in confronting the presidents. 
Doris, I think Nikki Haley killed her chances of being the nominee in 2028. People are going to remember her betrayal. What betrayal? She's the right to run against Trump. I mean, a week from today, she'll leave the race after Super Tuesday and endorse Trump. That's what I think is going to happen. Marissa, I have little faith that Jack Smith would be an honest person. He hit negative territory of me saying there was no similarity in a classified docs case. So let's see what he's got. All right. I think it's bogus, but I'm going to look at what he's got on the Mar-a-Lago documents. Uh, uh, John Roulette, Waukee, Iowa. As bad as this immigration is, why is nobody talking about the disenfranchisement franchisement in the future because it's speculation what happens in the future. So we can't do that. Uh, Felix Cook, K-U-I-K, Cook, Massachusetts. I love you, O'Reilly, because you're real. <laughs> I'm real. And I don't know if that's lovable or not, but I appreciate it, Phyllis. All right. Uh, confronting the president's pre-order. You get it first. We won't bill you till we ship September 10th. This book will, uh, you will be amazed by the stuff we've come up with in this book. Word of the day, do not be sardonic, S-A-R-D-O-N-I-C. When writing to me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name and town if you wish to opine. Final thought in a moment. Okay, final thought of the day. We are asking you very politely to check out concierge membership on BillOReilly.com as an insurance policy for your life. We answer all kinds of questions, totally confidential. No one will ever know. You get an email directly to me, and within 24 hours, most of the time, we get right back to you. So I got an email from a guy in California. He said, we've owned an oceanfront three-bedroom Marriott timeshare on Maui for more than 16 years, and now we should sell it. Do you have any recommendations on how to best market the property? Well, I do. And I gave this concierge member, because I have been to Maui three times. I know the island. I know how the commerce is conducted. So I think I gave this guy pretty good advice. And that's a big investment. And we can do that for you, based upon my life experience. All right, so that's what concierge membership is all about. Thank you very much for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you again tomorrow with a special report on the Hunter Biden testimony. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.